2: Thank you very much, Chris Villar, with Greg Harvey. Greg Hargrave. God, what is, let's start all over. Thank you very much, Chris Villar, <laughs> with Greg Hargrave, sporting a Barry Sanders yes. jersey. The governor, Tom Milliken, Heather Park on maternity leave. He's John Jansen. I'm Stoney. Congratulations. You've made it to Wildcard
3: Weekend! <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, baby. Here we go, and it's hosted here in Detroit. That's why it's called Super Wild Card Weekend. Because any yes. other place, it'd just be Wild Card yeah. Weekend. But when you're coming to the D, it is Super Wild Card Weekend. It's going to be loud. John Jansen's going to show
2: in him the house, screaming
3: yeah, that's right. and stuff. It's going to be unbelievable, yeah, especially the and stuff part. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what that entails. Look out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, we have we don't know many of our audience has no idea what it's like
3: to host a playoff game. We are two days away from this. Yeah. It'll be my first home playoff game. Yeah, that's uh, right in Detroit. Right? You know, you the... play, you actually played in a home playoff game against yes. Detroit. Yes, I did. <laughs> uh, I was at that game. Yes. Uh, but yeah, it'll be, it's going to be wild and crazy. I can't wait. I know. I cannot wait to get to the stadium. I can't wait to tailgate. And I know it's going to be a little chilly, but I can't wait to get there to be a part of that scene. Do you have a tailgate spot or anything? Oh, yeah. I've got, um, uh, so I'm, I'll go ahead and say it's Nate. Uh, well, Larry, the guy that brings us the uh, pushkies. Oh yeah, um, he's going to be tailgating with Tom, uh, Coach Tom uh, DePonio, who's uh, okay. Uh, Jack's baseball coach. Um, they have invited us over. They're still going to be tailgating. So Lisa and I are going to get down there early. We're going to find a tailgate. We'll have a few pops before we go in. Prime the pump. We'll Stay the warm. One. Let's go. Well, to discuss this, I,
2: because I'll be in the press box, I cannot exactly be uh, inebriated or anything like that, doing the post-game show from the radio booth afterwards.
3: Well, I mean, that's a math equation. Right.
2: So I was going to ask, when are you going to be there? You know, we'll find out. We'll figure that out later. Maybe I'll get, because I'll well, get the there early. The math
3: equation is, uh, is BAC. Right? You have basically four hours. <laughs> well, I don't know how... Or-
2: <laughs>
3: no. Don't no. encourage him. <laughs> That's what I do. I do that. Mm-hmm. Stoney says I'm not going to say something. I encourage him. And mm-hmm. then we always get what it was that he wasn't going to say. Mm. That's so now it's a math equation. It's also right? a
2: It's also a weather equation. I don't know if I'm going to be... If it's if it's cold and oh, snowy, on. I'm not going to be out tailgating.
3: Well, the snow will be done by then. It okay. might be a little chilly, but you can wear gloves. That's a little not, that's chilly. The thing.
2: Look, I I tried to tailgate at the Michigan Illinois two years ago, so you know I've sat
0: out in cold weather. So it has nothing to do with that. Now, this is you're talking, like it's going to be ten degrees, and it's the wind, a little chilly. The wind is going to be you know probably between ten below and you know five below or something. It's not going to be awful. You got to you got to prepare. Right. Wear winter hat. Wear gloves. Yeah, gloves. Wear the long johns. Oh, I will. I will. Yeah. If you, if you the, overdress, you know, and to walk. Gonna from the, I'm
2: gonna walk from the car to the stadium anyway, so I'm yeah. gonna be cold. So I'm prepared for that. We'll just see. You know, there's a how early I want to get there because there's a you know the games Sunday before that one. The second
0: game is yeah. Dallas Green Bay. So what time are you getting there, John?
3: Um. Well, that's more of a kid equation. Um, and so it depends on what time grandma and grandpa get. Uh,
0: they need to get there probably by. You need to probably leave by three.
3: That's generally been the consensus as we've I, talked.
0: This traffic is going to be ridiculous. I think a lot of people are going down that don't have tickets. A lot of people don't have to work or they've probably taken the day off. It is Martin Luther King Day right. on Monday. Yeah, yeah. So it could be quite wild down there. Yeah. I
3: don't know if. I mean, I, so I, I went through that preparation last week. I, I did the the game. And then the broadcast in the morning. Right. All right. And it just kind of stayed up to celebrate. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm hoping to get a couple hours of sleep this time, yes. but I could just do the same thing as I did last week. Well, let's make this a general, uh, uh, you know, part of the schedule. But you and did then, it
0: responsibly last week. Yes. Yes. Unlike your uh partner who <laughs> was hung he- over on the air <laughs> on Tuesday. Yeah, I heard
3: he might have fallen asleep yeah. a Twitch, time or
0: two. Twitch that he was sleeping.
3: <laughs> I did I did not know that. Wow. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, there were some screenshots of his uh, eyes closed and, <laughs> and Gator just rambling on. Guys,
4: I'm still recovering from Monday night.
0: Yes. There, there's I no too.
4: recovery time on this man. It just it keeps Stacking
0: yeah. Monday During night late games are killers because it took oh. it just builds up all week oh,
4: and you're not it, exactly it, going to bed when the clock hits no. zero. No, even you know, look
2: when there's a big game, especially a, a big local game, you're so wired up watching it, even watching it at home. And I'm up watching Van Pelt. I'm trying to get like, a Big Ten Network live press conferences. I'm all into that yeah. stuff. So you know, yeah, the Tuesday was not exactly. He, who care? It wasn't a I mean, well-rested show, but it but was. It was awesome. Care. It was great. It, it The, was the great. adrenaline was still flowing. I, I talked to some people. Uh, a guy I I probably knew this, but didn't remember. Somebody who like grew up with you, who was at that game in in, in at the Michigan Houston game. I sat next yeah. to him at the Red Wings game last night. Oh, you did? Yeah. NHL.com dot com writer Nick Konstanika.
3: Oh yeah, he's my catcher. He said you used to used yeah. to
2: carpool to like little league
3: games and stuff oh, like yeah, that. Oh yeah, he's my catcher. Yeah, yeah I was, uh, was I was was a pitcher, a first baseman, but uh, yeah, yeah, whenever we that. would practice together, yeah, he yeah, was carpool his, and things like that. Your your
2: father would drive him, and yeah, you know. his
3: dad would drive us. His yes. mom. I mean, that was yeah. That Nick is a. Uh, Nick's old pal. Yeah, old time pal. Uh huh. Uh-huh. He
2: used to, he said he used to ghost write a John Jansen column for the Free Press when he covered the Lions and you were the Lion that well, year. Well, he would edit it. Yeah, I yes. wrote it, but he would oh, edit it. Yeah, yeah. Lots well, yeah. yeah. uh-huh. well,
0: yeah. editing with that.
3: <laughs> no, no. I wrote for Sporting News. I wrote for uh, the Washington, a uh, couple of Washington, the Washington Times when it was still. Um put in publication. It was run by the Moonies. Yeah. Remember, I don't know who yeah, that was, when but it started, yeah, I was, it was just rever- a sports guy. Yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> Is that why J- uh, Snyder cut you? Because it wasn't the post?
3: Um uh, no, there's probably other reasons. Yeah. Um but he, he didn't know. own the post at that point. I, I don't know, he yes. hated to watch again, the washington post. I was just a sports I, guy. I, I don't care. I know. Anyway. <laughs> and again, still a sports guy. Yes. And all I know is that Sunday night, super wild card weekend, we are hosting yes! a playoff game.
2: National television, the spotlight, NBC, Mike Tarico, Chris Collinsworth, and by the way, Mike Tarico will be with us today at 8 o'clock. He's in Kansas
3: City. He's doing the double dip. Yeah, yeah. Good for him. You want to talk about cold. Oh, I know. It'll be cold. It'll be chilly. That actually will be cold because anything under zero, I classify as cold. Right. Anything, you know, above that, it could be chilly. Mm -hmm.
2: Uh, Speaking of the hockey game last night, I was there last night and uh, the Edmonton Oilers over the uh, Detroit Red Wings, 3-2, to two, really good game. Alex Lyon was stellar in net. And you look at the shots on goal, they Edmonton dominated, but the Wings had some decent chances. They hit like four or five crossbars and stuff. There was one play, uh, I don't know if you saw this, where Fabry got a pass. I forget who it was from, but he hit, hit the crossbar, went down across the goal line and hit the other post and didn't go in. But they lose. You know, Raymond was tired. Uh, he was the end of in, – in overtime, a sloppy pass, and uh, Edmonton scored. So they win 3-2. to two. Well, it was good at least they got a point. Uh, Kopp and Mata, the goals for the Red Wings. So it was like a, good, a good game, and McDavid's goal was just incredible. He is just so sick yep. how good he is. And you know what's weird? You After the game, I saw Larry Lage, the AP. He goes, we just saw history tonight. Well, I know McDavid became the fourth leading Edmonton scorer. That's yep. it. He goes no, the longest winning streak in Edmonton Oilers history nine games. I said, "Really? Wow! With well, all the Gretzky teams and all that, that's the longest winning streak they've ever had. Was is nine games? That's, that's well, that
0: you had ties back then, too, like, yes. like regulation ties. Right. There was no overtime, right? But yep. still,
2: you would think that with all those great teams, they would have had a, a streak more than nine games. Anyway, that was. Uh, Good game last night. Uh, unfortunately, the local Big Ten college teams in basketball did not have good games. Uh, Michigan State played much better than it against Northwestern, but they lose to Illinois 71-68. Uh, Tyson Walker three to try to tie the game uh, just short. Uh, first time in Tom Izzo's career, one and four in Big Ten play. Not the season everybody expected, but you know there's still time for them. Well, Uh, there's
3: still a lot of time, and and if you look at their schedule coming up, they should be able to rack up some Big Ten wins. They should. Uh, Why? When do they play Michigan?
0: Because Uh, well, didn't a couple of weeks didn't Izzo like really compliment the team like before the these last two losses or? or he, said they practice, he
2: said they pre- Yeah, they yeah. practice well. And I now saw- he's going to
0: come out and he's going to say, well, well we got to go back to work. And well, no, he, he, I'm going to go back to who I am. And well, then they're so, going to be good and in March. You out for Michigan State. Sunday, yeah.
2: Sunday night after the Northwestern game, I, I turned on the press conference and it went on forever. I I was like captivated because he just was talking about this and that. And he brought up shoulder pads again and all, you know, but he was very uh,
3: not pleased yeah. after that game. Rutgers. Minnesota both at home, then they're on the road to, at Maryland those three should be wins for Michigan state yes. they're at Wisconsin that's, that's a bit of a tough yeah, they one they lost them at home and, be, and then they, they they host Michigan they host Maryland yeah they're at Minnesota I mean like you're right they you, should get to at least six or seven they should
2: yeah Speaking of your alma mater what a debacle that program is right now uh, Maryland over a Michigan 6457. Michigan was up 12 at at the half, and they got outscored by 19 in the second half, 43 to 24 in the second half. Uh, Michigan also a one and
3: four in Big Ten play, uh, but they're six and ten overall. Yeah, well, Doug, that was the first one. Doug wasn't able to come out and play because he's grounded. (laughs) Yeah, at home, and you know, in Ann Arbor. Yeah, I think he watched the game. I would hope so. I <laughs> unless <laughs> unless he was studying, maybe that's what he should have been doing. That's why he was grounded. Yeah. Not only exactly. not only can you not go, you can't watch. Yes.
2: I I look. Who knows what they will do at the end of the season? But I see no reason to bring Jawan Howard back. Now I don't know if Ward would fire him or John. Lott, they'd have a a Belichick, a neutral parting of the ways, so to speak. But the program just seems to be in in disarray right now. Re- it's not good. Although recruiting supposedly, supposedly is is better than it has been the last year or two. Anyway, that said, there was some good news for the Lions. Oh yeah, not great news, but better news. Please sure? Yeah, Sammy Laporta um, was working out a little bit. Could play
3: yes. outside chance yes. he could play.
2: Right now he was he's still he was still listed on the, the injury report as no practice because the drills that he was doing were on the side they weren't with the team technically. So, that is good news. And people worried about J-Mo. He's, he's fine. James Houston had full practice. So, we will see going into uh, Sunday night yep. how great it's going to be. All right. On the program, like I mentioned, Mike Tarico at 8.02. The picks at 6.35. And coming up next, oh, it's weather in the NFL. And will it, I don't know, disturb, confuse teams? Will it be a, a weather
1: The MLB app, baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blockout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.
4: Two
2: four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Um, weather this weekend for some of the games are going to be. Very interesting, Uh, particularly uh, in two locations. And the worst weather situation, especially when it comes to cold, appears to be uh, tomorrow night, Uh, Kansas City, their game with the Miami Dolphins. Now, it says that the real temperature will be zero at kickoff. Okay. I I just checked, you know, before we came on the air. Now wind chill probably be obviously a lot lower because the winds will be like 13 to 20 miles per hour so it's not going to be as windy as they originally thought but still you're talking it's got to be wind chill i don't know how to do the formula but it's got
3: to be minus 10 at least right i would think so i mean what you get that cold and then you get a puff of wind and all of a sudden it's i know you know it goes way down so it's it's I, I don't know how they do the whole windshield thing, but it's going to be cold. You right. get down to, to zero and there's, you know, any wind, any precipitation, and it 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 gets colder you know exponentially. Right. Now the other wind
2: game takes place in Buffalo Sunday at 1 where the temperature will be, tw- you know, like 20 degrees, but it's going to drop, you know, as the game gets later. Uh, but there's a 76 percent chance of snow, with winds uh, 25 to 35 miles.
0: I think that's the bigger effect. Like, well, I think wind, the, obviously, yes. I think that game. It, who knows, man? I, it's it's going to be hard to pass the ball in that. Yeah. I mean, when you're talking 25 sustained.
3: Yeah.
0: I mean, we're supposed to get 50 mile per hour gusts here. Like what? Tonight, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Tonight,
3: tomorrow. Yeah, that that that's going to be brutal.
0: I mean, the kicking game may be a, might not be able to do it. Yeah, know.
3: yeah, it m- might be one of those. Depending on which way the wind is blowing, if you punt, you might get a a net of a negative <laughs> minus <punt>. seven. Yeah, <laughs>
0: it's blown back in the kicker's face. I know. And the thing with Buffalo too is they get the lake effect, so that's very unpredictable. Yeah, yeah. absolutely.
2: Now Sunday night's game here obviously is not affected because we're uh, in in a dome. Yeah. Um, do you wish the game was outside on Sunday at all?
3: I do. I will always say. I mean, I know. I, oh, I, you are I
0: playing to your role. No, I
3: think football should be played outside. I, I don't I'm... like it's that it's in the dome uh, at any time. I know it's it's. It, but it's 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 who I am. I, I think it should be played in the in the elements. It should be played on grass in the elements. I've like softened a little bit as I've gotten older. But you, yes,
2: I used to always feel the same way. However. I do think that there should be a league mandate that any new stadium that is built anywhere should be retractable just in case, you know, and you try to leave it open most of the time. But if there's, you know, like a rainstorm close the damn thing. I mean, I, it's fun to watch all the old NFL film highlights with guys you know, there, getting tackled and the water sprays yeah. up. The, there were some great games in Tampa, I remember, where the, the you know rain games and things like that. And they're fun to watch from your couch.
3: <laughs> Is there an NFL rule for those domes that are retractable? Like we were just in Houston, right? That mm-hmm. one separates from the middle. If Houston, if say they're playing... Say they're playing the 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 Rams from their era of the greatest show on turf. Mm All right, to slow them down, we need to, and and it's going to be a monsoon. It's going to be and like it was on Monday night. Yeah, it was wind was blowing. There was tornado warnings. All of this could they because it helps them right, and and what might affect their opponent more, could they keep it open? Or is there an NFL mandate that says you can only have your, your dome open if it's you know, my, 80 to 50 and the wind is less than you know, 20 miles an hour?
2: Now, my guess, my educated guess, and it's just a guess, that the regular season, the the home team can gets to decide. Get to decide. Playoffs is a different story. I think the playoffs is taken over Why? by the
3: league completely because they decide it's the league. Yeah, but you were in home, home playoff. Oh, part of that home playoff is you get advantage of the weather conditions. That's why I think when you're in now, is is it that big of a deal with the, the Rams coming here? might be. They haven't had this weather in LA. It's been chilly, but it hasn't been like it. It's going to be well this could, weekend. Could be
2: an advantage for the Rams because then Golf has to play
3: outside. So I <laughs> mean. no, I agree. Uh, yeah, but it, it, then you're looking at what well, was who's run old. <laughs> All right, <laughs> small gloves. Yeah, um, but it, it. You know, that's that's the question. Like in this game, maybe maybe it's right. or, or any time Golf is your quarterback, right. you don't want it. But <laughs> exactly. if Golf was playing somewhere. You know, if if the Lions were playing on the road, yeah, and they had a retractable roof, and they know that golf doesn't play well when it's outside, right? Well, Stafford Could never
0: they? played well in Lambeau, so yeah. right. <laughs> or or so you or, get my point. though.
3: I, I get your point. I don't. I have no
2: idea if it's the league rule or not. That's that's yeah. a good question. I would assume, like I said, playoffs the league completely takes over.
0: I, I do wonder if there are Lions fans that wish this thing was outside Sunday night. It would be such an incredible difference. Yeah. Like we're so we've been inside forever, and there's always been that group of fans that always wanted an outdoor stadium. Yeah. They never should have caved, you know, and it would the, the team could be so much different. Oh, almost. it would it, I think it would be different. And you then how is this affecting people's tailgates? Like I, you know, are you gonna build uh little fires?
2: Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety centers.
0: I know. Are yeah. you,
2: if you're going to tailgate, will the uh, the cold affect your tailgate? And uh, do you wish at all that the game was outside?
3: I do. I if mean, you are going really to the do. game.
2: Because, yeah, people at home sit there and say, oh, yeah, this is yeah, great. Yeah, it's Watching outside, snow yeah. and all this stuff. Uh, yeah,
3: right next to my fire. Right. <laughs> and then
2: there's the other side that, you know, you sit there and say, well, do you really want elements to uh, play a part in a playoff game? I and think that's, that's
3: all part of it. That's part of well, earning home field advantage. Right, but that's why that's the reason
2: why. Except for, of course, they had to do a, try it in New York once. That's why the Super Bowl is never in cold weather. Yeah, because they don't want. Yes, but it could also take over rain
3: anywhere else. Correct. Elements could be a part of the game. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the snow, cold, yes. all of that might not be a part of it. But I, I'm I'm I know that it's probably not the popular opinion. Mm -hmm. I'm of the mindset that it is a game that is supposed to be played in the elements. That is one factor that the inventors of the game of football took into account because you have a number of different ways to attack an offense, right? You could throw the ball. All right, the forward pass. Now, yes. I know that wasn't part of the original game. That was. Oh, God, the controversy when that happened was I an, amazing. I was hoping you would yeah, oh, provide us some perspective well, on that.
2: I, I couldn't, you know, when they invented football, I mean, yeah.
0: talk radio went crazy. <laughs> what is this? Tony? What, what was it? When they went away from leather helmets, what was the.
2: Oh, it was ridiculous because people thought they were,
0: you know
3: they it would it wouldn't save injuries it would hurt them because
0: yeah, you put you it know, was so much harder yes, yes.
3: <laughs> that in face mask i hard. mean then they go from the single i mean uh-huh. the the evolution uh-huh. that you have seen uh, is just ridiculous Ooh. but yes. i i mean so if you're an offense right uh-huh. it, it you can throw the ball as magic would like to say you know you can switch between the pass and the run and the run and the pass uh-huh. but you have different ways to attack a, a defense, and it doesn't matter. You should be able to overcome the elements. Yeah, I look, the fan in me says And if you're a yes. true champion,
2: you should be able to do it all. I I tend to agree with you, but the old fart fan in me doesn't want to sit there and have to freeze my ass off like That's I right. did at the Michigan-Illinois game two years ago, like the old Michigan-Purdue game that we always talk about. And
3: there is this... There is this matter of toughness. Toughness. Like in Detroit, we are a tough city. That is I know. like grit. That is what Dan Campbell, the Lions, the city of Detroit have embraced. So why not go out there in the conditions where it might be a really tough game for your opponent? And they're not ready for it. And we just go out there and we show them that we are just the tougher people. Well, really? still make it retractable
2: and just leave it open. As yeah, long, let's go. As long as it's not a monsoon. Yeah, it's not going to happen by Sunday, but oh, I know. that's my thoughts. I remember <laughs> when the stadium was built. We kind of <laughs> thought it was we should have a retractable roof. And they said, uh, I think Bill Ford Jr. said it would cost like like an extra 25 30 whatever it was, a million dollars. And they decided yeah. not to do it. And when you really miss it, Having a retractable is September and October when they're beautiful days and you're inside. Oh, yeah, That's that yeah. to me is is awful. I All agree. right. Awful has been many of us, but not John Jansen. The picks coming up next, 97-1 the ticket. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time for the picks brought to you by Amish. Direct furniture. Last week, he went five and zero oh again. Two weeks in a row. The man is heater. on fire. Hitter John Jansen. Greg was three and two. Tom was three and two. And uh, Mister Last Place here, two and three. All right. <laughs> we begin in Houston, where the Texans, a home dog, getting two and a half points against the Cleveland Browns. Well, the Browns are 11-6 and against the spread this season. 7-2 and as favorites. I think this is going to be a close game, but I don't know. There's something about the Browns. Defense does travel. Flacco's on a roll. I usually like the
3: home dogs, but not this week. I'm taking the Browns. John. Uh, I'm going to take the Browns as well. It's defense. It's experience. Joe Flacco, obviously been to a Super Bowl, won a Super Bowl, but this team – I think they're just more seasoned, and when you think about the flip side, C.J. Stroud, Nico Collins, the youth, Will Anderson, like they are built for the future, and in the future, I think they have – I think it looks really bright, but today or this weekend, I think the youth, the inexperience does harm the Texans, even though they're at home, and I like the fact that this Browns defense – has been so good and so consistent all season long. Give me
0: the uh give me the Browns. Gov. Right, these teams played uh pretty late in the regular season. Final scores 36-22. CJ CJ Stroud did not play in that game. Yeah. Uh, but the score in that game was 36 to 7 at one time. The Texans got two garbage touchdowns. Uh Cleveland absolutely dominated them. Amari Cooper had 265 yards receiving. Uh, I think this is a really tough game to pick because it seems like every time people stop believing in C.J. Stroud, he does something this year. I'm going to go with the Browns here, but not very comfortable at all. All right, Greg. Last week, C.J. Stroud played his first career game in Indianapolis, and from what I've
4: been told, if you've never been there before, you don't know where the stadium is, and you can't (laughs) find it. So if he can find the stadium, play well, and win, beating the Browns should be no problem. Give me the Texans.
2: Mm -hmm. Oh, Texan
4: Island. All right, next up, we talked
2: about the weather. Uh, the Chiefs, 4.5-point favorites against the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins are 1-5 in five as underdogs this season against the spread. I don't know, you got a quarterback from Hawaii. You got t- the Dolphins, their defense, injury after injury after injury. I know Mahomes has not had a great year. I
3: understand that, but give me the Chiefs. John, alright I'm going to take the Chiefs as well. I think Miami is, it, I don't know that the, the weather plays that big of a factor in it, but it's just been too cold. I think it's too cold. I think they're too banged up. You lose Chubb on defense. You lose so many key players. And, I mean, even Tua is a little bit banged up. And here's the other thing. I took... At the end of Tom Brady's career, Brady until he proved me wrong because every time I bet against him, it bit me in the backside. It's the same thing with Mahomes. You get him into the playoffs; it's a one-game season, and he is just that special. Plus, you pair it, even though he doesn't have a receiver that can catch the ball defensively, they're pretty good. They're give damn me the, good. Give me the Chiefs.
0: All right, uh, Mostert practiced yesterday. Waddle did. I'm believing they're going to play. Xavier Howard's out. Uh, when these teams played before, it was in Germany. Both offenses were under 300 total yards yeah. in offense, and Mahomes was under 200 yards. I'm going to take the Dolphins here. I kind of feel like, mm. you know, with Tyreek Hill coming back to Arrowhead, getting their other two guys back who are 1,000-yard receivers and rushers, they got nothing to lose. Uh, the yeah. world is against them. Everybody thinks the cold's going to matter. All you had to do is maybe... Make a couple, one or two big plays. And I don't know if the Chiefs have the offense. I like this game to be very close. Give me the points. Greg, windy weather,
4: cold, good defense in the Chiefs, and the home field of, Gaha field. Give me the Chiefs.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next up is Buffalo, another weather game where the Steelers taking on the Bills. The Bills are favored by
3: 10 and a half, John. This is by far the worst game this weekend. It might be a, an absolute snooze fest because I don't know that the Steelers score. I don't know that the Steelers get across midfield. I don't know that the Steelers get a first down. Their offense is horrific. So give me the Bills no what on on uh for for the Steelers uh just complicates matters even more.
0: Gov you know, I've been on this Bills wagon, and uh, I don't think they're going to lose the game by any means. But I think this weather is bringing the Steelers back into the game, especially when it's ten and a half points. It's a big ten spread. and a half points is humongous in any playoff game. I think the elements here just but the, do you, the, th- 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 the the mis- the the turnover that happens because of the weather, the kicking, the the missed extra point, uh, field goals probably aren't going to be kicked in this game. That are over 35 yards because tw- sustained 25 mile pr- mile per hour winds. I think Josh Allen's feet are going to be very important here. I just I have got to take the points because of the weather that this thing could be 13 to six. Do you think the Steelers <laughs> actually get six points? Maybe. Listen, it only takes one fluky fumble or something like. Josh Allen was a little sloppy with the ball last week, even though they won yeah. that game. Greg.
4: John, you ran the fake reverse on the uh, picks there. You're supposed to prop up the team and then absolutely go the other way and take yeah. the Steelers. But no, you I'm sorry, you took I the can't. Build. Yeah,
3: it's going to be that bad.
4: Yeah, hey, I'm going to uh, going to go the uh, opposite of you. I'm going to take the uh, Steelers. I'm going to take plus 10 and a half. I just I it's, some uh, way with Mike Tomlin, they seem to hang in these games. I'll take the
3: Steelers. Uh, some, t- some way with Mike Tomlin, they end up getting in the playoffs. Like that, to me, it was the coach of the year material. Uh, no T.J. Watt. Rudolph's the
2: quarterback. I mean, they are getting Minka back, which will help a little bit, but they're not going to throw the ball that much. This is a Najee Harris game against Cook. I'm going to what the hell, take the Bills. I'm going to go with John because he's been on a a burner lately, so what the hell. All right, next up, it's the Dallas Cowboys hosting the Green Bay Packers. The Cowboys are favored by seven and a half points. Gov.
0: I uh, I think the Packers are going to come in here and really try to run the football. Uh their defense has been playing better. This is way too many points for me to lay. I have to take Green Bay here. If you can get if, Dallas, if Packers can keep it close as you're entering that late third, early fourth, all of a sudden that Cowboy sphincter, or as the caller referred to yesterday, the pucker up factor. <laughs> yep. Yep. I mean, I got take lot the of points bunker. here. Greg,
4: Cowboys at home means only one thing. Yeah! Go take like the Cowboys here, laying those seven and a half points. <laughs> uh, the Cowboys
2: are ten and three as favorites. I'll take. I'll I'll lay the seven and a half points. Uh, Dak's gonna be motivated to prove that he can do.
3: Big things in the important time, John. Yeah, I I can't sit here and say that seven and a half is too much when I took the Bills at <laughs> ten and a half, but they're playing the Steelers. Um,
0: and the Packers it, it, can actually score.
3: The, the Packers a have an offense, right? But I think this one, being in Jerry's world, Mike McCarthy knows what's on the line here. He's very motivated to have a great showing offensively. Defensively, they've been very consistent. Mm-hmm. And Dan Quinn, you know, he's he's coaching his last few days in Dallas because he's going to be a head coach. This is one of those the line or the 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 Cowboys. This is a front runner game. They get up and they put it on the Green Bay Packers. And and I once that happens, I, I think the momentum in Jerry's world it's just too much for Jordan Love and the Pack. So give me the Cowboys. All right, uh, Monday night the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at
2: home, a three and a half point underdog. To the reeling, Philadelphia Eagles. Greg Hargrave.
4: Eagles are reeling, but I do believe for the playoffs, if just for one week, they will get it right. Give me the Eagles.
2: Mm. Look, I hope you're right, but I just don't see it. I think the teams wave the white flag. I know the playoffs are different. They are starting to be shaken up. A.J. Brown didn't practice yesterday. I don't know if that's going to affect anything. The Buccaneers... They do not have a really good offense, but the Eagles defense absolutely blows. Give me the home dog, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, John.
4: Scared Fan Stony, don't ever change.
3: <laughs> I'm not going Scared Fan uh-huh. Stony, but I think the implosion becomes complete. I don't know what the hell happened in Philly between Sirianni and Hurts. I mean, Hurts at the end of the season last year gets this great four or five-year contract. Every I mean Everything is humming right along. And now all of a sudden we're looking at it going, can they even win a playoff game? Baker Mayfield is a winner, right? He finds ways to win games, you know, and and it's not going to be, it's very unorthodox, but he finds a way to win games. And here's the other thing they love Baker Mayfield in Tampa. Baker Mayfield is playing for a contract. He wants to stay in Tampa. He wants. Uh, a, a four-year deal to stay, to remain in Tampa. He wins this game, and that's what happens. So give me the home dog in the Bucks.
0: I'm with Greg here. Mm-hmm. I think the Eagles are going to get right. I think this is a total overreaction to this season where all these teams go through lulls. Swift is going to be back probably. Slay's going to be back. And these teams played on a Monday night early in the year, and the yardage differential, the final score was 25-11, Eagles. The yardage differential was 472 to 174. I don't think these teams are that different. I'm going to take the Eagles here. They get right. Mm. And finally, Sunday night,
2: it's the game. The Detroit Lions, home against the Los Angeles Rams. Now, many people have the line at three, but we can't do it like that. So I flipped the coin. Do I go three and a half? Do I go two and a half? Two and a half. Oh,
0: you made it exciting. Two and a half. Made it two, two and a half's the right move because it's because basically it's a pick'em.
2: Yes, yeah. exactly. And the line has been you know it started I think at three and a half, so it keeps it moves. It'll probably move towards the the Rams' favor. The Lions twelve and five against the spread. Ten and four as a favorite. The Rams four three and one as an underdog. I think the place is just going to be so fired up. I mean, hell, John Jansen's going to be there. Yeah, Give me forward
3: down that freaking field. (laughs) That That
0: has to be a drop.
3: (laughs) I love it. Uh, You know what? The Lions are the better team. It's just what it is. The Lions are the better team. They're playing at home. Mm -hmm. They're the more consistent team. The the, the Rams, it took a little while for them to figure things out at the beginning of the season. Now they have things figured out, but the Lions have been consistent throughout the season. There's a three-game bump in the road along the way. They fix things. Jared Goff at home. The Lions are more balanced offensively. Give me the Lions and give me them. Lions strong in this game.
0: Gov! All right, Alex Anzalone said on Wednesday that the crowd needs to be loud when they're in the huddle, not when they come to the line. So there's your Lions fans. Anybody going to the game, get loud earlier because you need to disrupt Matthew Stafford. You need to disrupt that offense because I think in the end this game is as simple as which quarterback ends up playing better and makes the least amount of mistakes. I'm going to trust the Lions in this situation. The national media really is leaning Rams right now. Mm -hmm. I think that... we know our team better than anybody else. There is no reason not to trust that these guys finished the deal this year and win what was truly the number one goal, a home playoff game. I'm going long. Yeah.
3: Alex, I hear you. And I will I will take that and I will run with it. As a member of the fan base that will be in attendance, we will make sure that they are that we are loud in the huddle. Greg. Lions
4: have proven time and time again this year that the moment does not get too big for them. They are ready to meet the challenge. Give me the Lions.
0: Yes. Wow. Oh boy. We're all on the Lions. <laughs> what can go wrong? Yeah. <laughs> Hop on the train, baby. Let's roll. That's the only game we all agreed on, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Oh, Badgley to win it.
2: The kick is up. And those are the picks. 97-1.
3: The ticket. Hey, for everyone out there who suffers from constant joint pain, I know this cold weather makes things even worse and more painful for you. And here's the good news. Dr. Hill at Straight Therapeutics can help. He'll make sure you get back to enjoying all your favorite activities just as soon as possible. And I'm talking about everything you do. Walks, jogs, pickleball, you name it. They can get you back to it because the doctors at Straith are experts at affordable minimally invasive hip and knee treatment, and they're highly trained in non-surgical and surgical treatments, such as long lasting injections for joint pain and rapid recovery, hip and knee joint replacement. Straith orthopedics is the best of the best and can get you on the road to living a life free from pain. And I'm telling you all the time about patients who rave about life changing care. Straith orthopedics has given them. They're some of the highest rated specialists in Southeast Michigan. Set my dad there. New knee. Back on the softball diamond. Now it's your turn. Start living your life pain-free. Call Straith Orthopedics at 855-STRAITH. Straith also offers free Lunch with the Doctor events. So if you want to learn more about the minimally invasive, innovative treatment that they have to offer in a no-obligation casual setting, you can meet with the doctor in person and ask all your questions, get all your answers. Call 855-STRAITH for an event near you. Straith Orthopedics is committed to you.
4: All right,
2: Mike Tariko will join us at 8 o'clock. We have some ticket texts. We were discussing the uh, indoor versus outdoor game. Are you glad the game's indoor on Sunday? Do you, will it affect your tailgate, et cetera? 248 And we will after I read you these ticket texts. We want your phone calls. What is your confidence level? You are, as we do every Friday, rapid-fire predictions. What's going to happen Sunday night? And are you puckering early?
3: All right. <laughs> yeah, Here we go.
2: Uh, this is talking about the, do you wish they had a retractable roof? Do you wish the game was outside, etc.? Yeah. Joe from Rochester Hill says, no. As somebody that spends a lot of money to go to a game, I want to watch it indoors where the temperature is comfortable. I went to this year's game to Chicago and I was freezing my butt off outside. So I'm good. Um, That's left kept for the dome. Let's keep it for the dome. As a Packer fan, who's been to Ford field many times, I find it strange to tailgate outside, then go inside for a game, make football great again, bring it outside. Mm -hmm. That's from Andrew in Ipsy. Um, Put John in concussion protocol indoors is the only way to go. Ah, uh, Troy
3: Athens marching band rules, ok, ok. yeah, I, well, and and here's the thing. I, I think I mentioned this yesterday. Like there is a lot of instability in f- in football players. Mm-hmm. the reason we play the game. Yeah, so um, <laughs> I get it. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, outdoors
2: on grass is how the game is meant to be played. If the Lions played outdoors, that would be such an advantage going into this game. Check the record. Indoor teams are 0 and thirteen in conference championships played outdoors. There's the lights. Yeah. Uh, sitting. It's because uh, we're going to ES pens coming in.
3: Here yeah. I know. Yes. Yeah. Countdown. Feature. Yes. Exactly. The Mike stone feature yeah,
2: yeah, whatever. <laughs> sitting in the cold snow, wind and rain sounds awful to me to watch a game. Don't get me wrong. I love watching games like that, but from the comfort of my 68 uh-huh. degree house in my
3: recliner, 68, that's a good temperature inside. Absolutely. I'll take that. Um, wow. Here's the thing, though, is and and part of my love of the outdoors or the tradition of playing the game outside in the elements is I look back at all of the great moments that happened before we had domes. And whether it's hey, the Minnesota Vikings, and you see the steam coming out of their face oh. masks, or you you're watching a game and it's Green Bay, and you know, Vince Lombardi is walking down the sidelines in his overcoat and his hat, and you see the steam coming off, and then you look up in the crowds and it looks like a smokestack. Yes. Because everybody's hot breath is, is 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 the steam. I think that looks amazing. It and does. I just love the <sighs> I don't know. Call it the the pomp, the circumstance. I don't. That's not really the right terminology for it. But it's just there's just the something, tradition of it. Really. Yeah, there's well, just something he, cool about
2: it. Here's the other thing with or you cold, being a former NFL player, uh, who's from the Midwest. You grew up playing football outside. High school football was always outside. You grew up it was on like grass playing tent. college football outside. I yeah, mean you might have gone too. you might have played a game or two in the MetroDome maybe I don't know. Yeah,
3: we played one game in the MetroDome but it wasn't I don't even yeah. think it was cold outside at that time. Well,
2: and, right. But anyway, you were when you played in Washington. That outside. was an, that was an
3: outside yes. venue. Born and raised outside. The NFC
2: East, basically. Even, even Dallas, yeah. when you played, it wasn't oh, Jerry's yeah. World. They, no, it was they outside. Had, yeah, they had yeah. the hole up on the roof or whatever. So God
3: could watch us. Of course, exactly. <laughs> yes, that was down south, so Jesus. So th- th- this is <laughs> what, <laughs> what you yeah. Not up north, Jesus. Yes. That was down south, Jesus. So you grew up with this. It's part of your
2: your culture yeah part of your bones it's in my blood absolutely
3: exactly runs a little thicker
2: but for some of the players who are come from you know louisiana and florida and even california you know they're not raised in that so it's a
3: test I, of tough
2: i understand that uh and for the uh, us as a fan base yeah when i was younger i loved it outside go go sit outside and i remember my first ever monday night football game was outside it was freezing I was 12, what was 97? I was like 12 years old, something like that. <laughs> that's a lot and, of math. Yeah. And, um, you know, two or three, you know, layers of socks. And my father would, you know, give me a little, he'd bring his flask of brandy and I'd take oh, yeah. my to, to stay warm. Uh-huh. I mean, that's part of uh, me growing up. So I loved outside football. But as you get older, sitting outside in the elements is not as much fun. It's not. I get and, that. And, and, I, I, get, and, I understand and, that. And when you when you go to the you know your Michigan games, I mean, I know you tailgate a little bit before. A little bit. Yeah. I know. Starting
3: but, oh, at five thirty in the morning.
2: I, I get that, but the actual your actual game experience with the actual game. Hey, we put the window up. No matter what the temperature is. Yeah. Okay. But you still. But it's still and you tr- right. Yes, I'm it's not as still, cold as somebody right. sitting
3: in the first row. Exactly. Yeah, I get that. Exactly. I trust me. I get. The, uh, the all of the the wrinkles when I say mm-hmm. I'd rather be outside. I'd rather call the game outside. All right, my, my partner might you know argue that you know <laughs> with his with his gloves and his ten oh, layers and, and his he wouldn't be able to have as much of, of 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 head covering on because he'd have to figure out how to put his 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 headphones on. <laughs> but yes, uh, I would I would love to be able to do that outside.
2: All right, two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Coming up next. Uh, We want your rapid-fire predictions, your confidence level, and also the key matchup. What is the matchup the Lions have to win to win the game on Sunday night? 97 won the ticket.
0: Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices, anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand.